That was gross. Welcome to Soundwave. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Do you have some lung butter in there, Rick? <laughs> I do. It's not good. I still seem to have some shit from Casey. Well, we need to start this over again. A long time ago. already messed the show up. Nope. We're going on. Okay. Pressing on. Moving on. Yes. Hi, you're the host, Rick. I'm the host, Rick. You're the host, Eric. Hi. I'm Eric. That's Rick. Eric, Rick. Rick, Rick. Eric, Rick. Eric, Rick. Nice. High five. <laughs> High five. Studio five. Studio five. You couldn't hear it. It was a really bad five, too. Yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> we didn't line up. Yeah, not going to redo would, it. Yeah, our fans would look at us and be like, that's how they high five. These guys suck. Good thing they can't see us. Good thing we don't have any fans. <laughs> uh, maybe that too. <laughs> um, Eric, I have an important question for you. Yes. What have you been listening to? Oh, man, dude, this week I've been listening to that motherfucking Wu-Tang Clan, son. I mean, like, everything, man. I mean, like, protect your neck. I mean, all of it. Like... How about this? Cream. Yeah, it is cream. Oh, that's right. So you've been listening to Wu-Tang Clan. This oh, week. yeah, man. Little, Wu-Tang Clan's the joint. Little old school rap. Yep. Nice. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with, you know? Yeah, man. Gotta protect your neck. Yeah, man, totally. Speaking of that. Yes. Nice. Nice. What, Rick? I have an imp- question, important question for you. Have well, you been listening to what? Well, have you been listening to mine actually strays quite a bit from what what you've been listening to. I've been listening to a whole lot of Johnny Cash. Okay. Recently. Yeah. When I was just a baby. I've I've been really digging uh always be a good this this and uh but I should let's see. Where is it? Find it out. Yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna search it. Um Big River. When I hear that whistle I have a lot of fun listening to Big River. I really like it. And it meant to Minnesota. St. Paul, Minnesota. We, we live by that. Yeah, we do. Then I heard my dream went back downstream. I'm snapping. And I followed you, Big River, when you called. I like it. I like this song a lot. Johnny Cash, good stuff. I like Johnny Cash a lot. And uh, obviously, this one. Here we go. This song. Oh, this song just makes me sad. And sad. Yeah. Tears the hole. Gosh. The old familiar sting. Try to kill it. He does it so well. All well, that's why Nine Inch Nails decided to give him this song. Right. Because it was originally like, I think I told this story before, but for people that don't know, this song was originally done by Nine Inch Nails in like 92 or 93, and it wasn't a hit for him. I mean, it wasn't, didn't have any radio play, and then he covered it 
Um, and then they started playing it on the radio, on like mm-hmm. rock radio stations, and everybody's like, oh, is that new Nine Inch Nails? It's like, that's original Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. You know? So. A long ago, an yeah. old one. Yeah. He he really <clears throat> brought that song a revival. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why it's his song now. I mean, he took it. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> he Did was like so a well. Spanish conquistador with that song. He yeah. stuck a flag in it and was like, this is yeah. mine. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Johnny Cash. It's just, uh, I don't know, changed a pace for yep. a week. Yep. Yeah. I do that. Well, I mean, that's why I've been listening to the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, man. I mean, it's not that I don't like the Wu. I give them mad props. <laughs> it's my favorite rap group. But, you know, every once in a while, I got to get away from heavily distorted guitars and bang right. drum beats, you know, so. Sure. Well, with that said, do we have any new releases? Uh, there is crap for new releases if you actually care about music this week. Okay. Nothing. Uh, All right. Except for Sarah McLachlan. It's got the song with the dead puppies that make you cry that's on TV. <laughs> a, new, a new dead puppies song. A new dead puppy song. All right. Prepared. Well, then we will move on to, you know, the sound. Oh. Um. What do we have for news? Ah, Rihanna has reportedly signed with Jay-Z's Rock Nation. Stop. The poured-up hitmaker recently fulfilled her deal with Def Jam and decided to make a switch to the rapper's label, which has managed her career since 2010. A source at Def Jam apparently told the outlet Rihanna made her move in April 2013 when Jay-Z made a deal to partner Rock Nation with Universal Music Group. Which is kind of hmm. big news in, in music, you know. So she she's switched popular. labels. Yeah, she, she went to Jay-Z's label, which is which is pretty huge. Uh, Def Jam itself is also a big one. You know, so. Yeah. I mean, either way, she's not losing any fans. So. Sure, yeah. She might gain some. Well, that's interesting. Yep. Always interesting when a band shifts labels. Yep. Mel B is still hopeful for a full Spice Girls reunion. I know this <laughs> one excites you, Rick. Uh, well, I, I, where can I get tickets? That's what I want to know. Where can I get tickets to see them naked? <laughs> the famous girl band last performed as a five-piece at the 2012 London Olympics closing ceremony. But since then, Victoria Be- Beckham, a.k.a. the Bitchy Spice, has spoken of her disinterest in performing <laughs> on stage again. However, Mel, otherwise known as Scary Spice, believes there could still be potential for the band to f- por- perform together one more time. Uh, it's interesting for Spice Girls fans. Apparently, there was a rumor going around that they were supposed to have some kind of like Vegas show, like uh-huh. you know, like a cabaret type show sure. or something like that. And you know, the other ones want to do it, but Victoria Beckham is a bitch spice. Fuck you know. her, replace her. Uh, I don't, she's the hottest one. How can you replace her? Well, you know, what are you gonna do? Now, what are you gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> She doesn't want to do it. I don't know. I'm running thin on my interest in talking about this. Okay. Sebastian Bach, formerly of uh, 80s cock rock band Skid Row, may go. not totally get social media. The former Skid Row singer took aim at his supposed friends and fans in an interview with Miles the Shoe Schumann, questioning why only 4,000 of his 800,000 Facebook followers purchased his new, uh, purchased his new album, Give Them Hell. Bach told listeners, I have over 800,000 people that like my Facebook page, that read every word I write on my Facebook page. Over 800,000. And yesterday, it says 75,000 are talking about it. 
I would like to thank the 5,000 out of the 800,000 that got my record. And I would like to ask the other 795,000 people, why are you on my page? Are you there to look at pictures? Is that why you're there? Because that's simple. I'll post pictures. Is that is that really a quote from him? That is his quote. <laughs> that is his That's quote. Awesome. I just want to say to Sebastian Bach, well, if you made music that people cared about, you know, they would probably buy it. But quite maybe honestly, maybe all those people like your old music. That's what it is. They all <laughs> like Skid Row. I mean, they don't like his new. I don't even know what his new shit sounds like. No, I don't guarantee know. it sucks. Let's see if we can find anything. Oh, uh, I was afraid you were going to do that. Hey, maybe it's not bad. Maybe. Did you like my 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 Sebastian Bach voice though? I was trying to be like I, a real cool like eighties rocker guy. I, I liked it. Yeah. All right, we got we got some. Yeah, Hell Inside My Head. This song. That is the name of the album. No, the albums give them hell. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but it's off the new album. Yeah. Huh. It sounds like Skid Row only with modern, like, heavy metal influence, and it sucks. Sounds like everything else. Yeah, it's not It's, it's not impressive. No, it's it sounds like it should be something on, like, I don't know, some, like, UFC promotion or something. Yeah, like that. I don't know, some, that's like, exactly fake, true. Some fake hard rock <laughs> or something like that. Okay, moving on. Robert Smith's hair and makeup aren't the only things that have withstood the test of time. The Cure's legacy has, too. Although the band's been through several uh, member changes and despite intermittent retirement announcements, Smith's leadership remains constant. The unmistakable sound of the Cure's gloomy post-punk pop gave rise to goth rock, but it was Smith's masterful orchestration that balanced his punk roots with pop sensibilities and tipped the band into the mainstream. Uh... In 1989, the group released its seminal album, Disintegration, considered one of the most important, if not the most important, albums of that decade. Earlier this year, Smith announced he and his bandmates will release their 14th and 15th studio albums. This week, The Cure's Disintegration, which if if you ask me is one of the best albums of all time, 25 years old. Wow. Yes. I I mean, it's a great album. It's, It's masterful. All the songs are, I, I mean, they're produced and they blend together so well. Like, um, Lullaby is probably one that you would recognize as, as a music fan uh, from that album. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot, a lot of good stuff. on, And they also did, like, a couple, like, club remixes of it, like, the band themselves. And it's, sure. I mean, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal album. Yeah. Okay. I've listened, to, I've listened to some of The Cure, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember when this album just first came out. 25 years old. That makes me old as dirt. That's older than you, Interesting. Right? Yeah, older it is older you. than me. Older than you. <laughs> That's weird. All right. More so than any other genre of music, rap is based around words. They hold a special importance. It's why there are full books and websites dedicated to lyrics alone. To help quantify some of the variants in words that rappers use, Matt Daniels, who is a coder, designer, and data scientist, put together a project he called the largest vocabulary in hip-hop. To do this, he compiled dozens of rappers first at 35,000 lyrics using the website Rap Genius and sought to determine which MC had the largest vocabulary. Some of the results are surprising. For instance, Eminem, at 4,494 unique words, used less than 100 more than Puff Daddy. Or P. Diddy, I'm sorry. Okay. 
Bone Thugs <laughs> and Harmony with their rapid fire deliveries were fourth to last on the list, which is kind of surprising because oh, those wow. guys can spit. Uh, others are not quite as jarring, like the fact that members of the Wu Tang Clan, Outcast, and Cool G Rap were all near the top in terms of uh, unique words uh, used. Topping the list was Aesop Rock, followed by Cousins Jizza at number two and Rizza at number three, who are members of the Wu Tang Clan. Right. All the all of the Wu Tang Clan members except for one are in the top ten. Interesting. That's why they are the best rap group of all time. Interesting. Argue that. I I won't. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. That's that's a that's a that's a cool thing. It, it that, is that cool. Guy did. Um, yeah, and there's a really good like infographic that you can look on uh, online that shows like I think it was the top like 50, um, and it compares them to like all of the members of, like Wu Tang and above. Like uh, they have more unique words in them than Moby Dick, whereas okay. like a good a good number of them like use more than Shakespeare's. Uh, Shakespeare's works, which wow. included the first thirty-five thousand lines of his first eight works, which is like Romeo, Juliet, Hamlet, uh, Henry the Eighth, all his yeah. popular plays. So, I mean, you think about it; these guys use more words than Shakespeare. Interesting, but of course, at the time, you know, given the time now, we have a whole lot more words than Shakespeare had to work with. But you know, that gives you yeah. the the uh, the smarts behind what rap actually is. Yeah, even though it's not, you know, my favorite. Intriguing. Intriguing. <clears throat> Country music singer and American Idol winner Scotty McCreary was among several people robbed at gunpoint by intruders in a home in Raleigh, North Carolina early on Monday. But no one was hurt. Aw. That's interesting. I like Scotty McCreary. Three gunmen, two armed with pistols and one with a rifle, entered the dwelling near the North Carolina State University campus shortly before 2 a.m., took wallets, cash, and electronics items, and then fled. Uh, police spokesman Jim Shugri said. McCurry, age 20, a former grocery store clerk who is reported to be a student at North Carolina State, was visiting the home at the time and was uh, was one of uh, several people robbed. Sucks. Yeah. I don't know. That does suck. I mean, I, I thought that was kind of a good piece of music news. I mean, I've heard his name. I don't know any of his music. But. He uh, <clears throat> actually, I like him quite a bit. You would. He has a very deep voice for how young he is. Sam. It's a very well-formed voice for being 20. Sounds like all the other country people out there. Sure. Nothing unique about it to me. I'm just impressed that he's 20. Yeah, that, I mean, that's good. He's, uh, one American Idol. I mean, obviously, that's... I mean, maybe it was a couple years ago a bigger thing, but... Yeah. I mean, it's still pretty big to win American Idol. So. Right. And then he gets robbed at gunpoint. Eh, that's a bummer. Do you think he peed his pants? I, th- I guess I don't know. I think he peed his pants. He might have. I think he did. He looked like a sissy. I might have peed my pants if someone robbed me at gunpoint, though. I don't think I'd pee my pants, but I mean, I'd be a little scared. I definitely have a tight butthole. Yes, you do. No, I would. No, you do. Well, yeah, but I, it would tighten up a lot, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying how I know your bunghole is tight, so. Uh, Are you ready for who gives a fuck weird. news? Yeah, let's move on to that. <laughs> Miley Cyrus did some dumb shit. Did she? She did some dumb shit. I'm excited to hear about oh, it. I don't, I don't know. I just figured, because I didn't really look for one. This oh, you didn't? I, I, all I could find was Miley Cyrus news. And I was like, <laughs> sure. I can't even. I can't even do it one more time. 
I can't. But supposedly she canceled her European tour dates because once again she has another infection. <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully she just cancels all future music from her. Hopefully she dies of all her STDs. That way I can stop talking about her. Yeah. That's what I hope. <coughs> but I want, kind of want to have sex with her before she dies. <laughs> okay. I don't, but all right. <laughs> You're married, dude. You can't say stuff like that on her. Well, I also think she's skanky. So? It's, it's kind of gross. <laughs> uh, That's it for news, by the way, Rick. All right. Well, then, we can move on to our theme. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good to see that theme down by the fire. Gonna make sweet love to a topic of discussion. Yeah. All right. All right. And our discussion topic this week is music that we grew up listening to. Stuff that <clears throat> you hear and it brings you back to when you were a kid. Maybe your parents played it a lot. Kind of before. Even for some of us, before you got into picking your own music. Before and you had developed your own musical taste. Right. That's what I was just, going for. Just the kind of stuff that. that you heard as a kid. And when you hear it, it reminds you of being a kid or it reminds you of your parents when you were younger. That kind of thing. <coughs> um, so, Eric, what do we have for your first one? Uh, my first one uh, is Here in Your Bedroom by Goldfinger. Anytime I hear this song, it takes me back to SoCal. Like I, I grew up in SoCal. Sure. And this is the stuff that they played on like our favorite radio station, 91X. And this was like a hit song at the time. And you just stopped it. Uh, it stopped itself. Well, Let's you need do to find a better yeah. version of that. That was weird. I like this song. Pretty good. It's good. Good old punk. Yep. Good old early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I know that the offspring was influenced by Goldfinger, and I can hear that. Mm-hmm. A little speedy, <clears throat> like. Yeah, and even kind of his voice is. You know the uh, the guy from the Offspring kind of tries they to have a, have go a weird f- octave. Both yeah, of them do so. Like that's one of those ones like you can't really mimic that voice very well. <clears> that's for sure. Right. Well, what do you got, Rick? What I ha- I can definitely say that "Give Me Three Steps" from Leonard Skinner is, I think, my dad's favorite song. I heard it all the time when I was growing up. It was whenever I hear it. I, it brings me back to being five and six years old and riding, riding around in my dad's busted-ass 82K car with hey, a hole in the floor. Ain't nothing wrong with K cars. I like K cars. Oh, it was yeah. fun. Yep. It had a hole in the floor, and we'd hear this song, and we'd be throwing stuff out the hole in the floor, me and my little brother. So I remember that that a lot, uh, listening to Leonard Skinner when I was younger. Or hearing it. Um, that's something that brings me back. For sure. We've got another one from you here, Eric. We do. And it is um, a song... Well, it's part of... Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's Jaded. Jaded. From, uh, Amer- uh, from Insomnia. And this yep. is 
This is the first album I ever bought. Like, okay. That I bought personally. And, yeah, uh, this is uh, this is some of the stuff that I listened to when I first started developing yeah. my music taste. Right. Yeah, this was this was it. Because uh, I remember like my brother bought the first one, Dookie, and that was the yeah. Point, you know, he was like, oh yeah, Dookie. it's Dookie, Dookie. But then like this one came out, I went out and bought it, and I liked it. And, yeah. Um, braided, uh, jaded brain stew or brain stew slash jaded is great yeah. stuff. And I love it when it comes on the radio and they actually play this two songs together. Right. That just makes me go. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um. Yeah. What do you have next for us, Rick? You have to have something good. I have one from my mom that my mom used to listen to all the time. My next choice is also from my mom. Nice. My mom used to always listen to. My mom's not a big music person, but she always had an ABBA CD that she really liked to listen to. Excuse me. ABBA? Is it ABBA? ABBA. All right, ABBA. ABBA. Um, she always listened to ABBA, and the song Take a Chance on Me brings me back to my mom in the kitchen listening to this stuff. I think it's kind of funny that you have this one because one of the songs that I was thinking of that also reminds me of my mom is a cover this band Erasure did in the 80s which take a chance on me but it's yeah. like it, I, it's a gay club song basically I mean it's it's got the sound yeah that's a gay club song sure thing, you know <laughs> but yeah that's one that really reminds me of my mom she played that song all the time okay kind of funny there you go but that's a good tune I did I'm surprised I actually didn't know that was a cover and I did not know it was ABBA so. oh yeah Thank you for teaching me something. New. There you go. Yeah, that one I always remembered from back in the day. Yep. What's your next one here, Eric? Uh, my this next from one your mom. is, yeah, it's um, the Smiths. Uh, growing up, that was probably like my mom's most listened to band. Um, and I remember we, we were pretty poor back in the day. And uh, part time, my mom would go and clean houses and she cleaned the house of this fucking doctor uh, i mean this thing was huge and me and my brother would just have a great time going around messing with these things and you know he didn't mind he was a cool guy and my mom would play these albums i mean just at max level on his nice ass hi-fi nice is just nothing but the smiths pretty much nice but this is from strange ways here we come which is yeah one of their, one of their better albums if you ask me this is the intro song for The Smiths are a good band. Yeah. I know. I, I it's Since the age of five or six, I mean, I know the lyrics to every single one of their songs because, I mean, I swear to God, my mom played them constantly. Sure. Nothing wrong with that, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, I can... Uh, I'm going to close out mine with probably... This one's also my dad. Pretty much the epitome of everything my dad listened to. And that was Bruce Springsteen. Anything by Bruce Springsteen, my dad loved. Your dad is all American, isn't he? He is. Uh, it's funny because he's uh, he's almost 100% Armenian, but my dad's a big redneck. Well, a redneck. Yeah. Well, he loves America. He does. God bless America. He is a hell of a redneck. He was raised in the South. He never lived in Armenia. so He's not Armenian. He's American. Yep. He is quite, quite America. Very much America. So I remember Bruce Springsteen always brings me back to my my dad when I was younger. I could agree. 
I mean, my dad likes Bruce Springsteen, but my next one will cover that. Oh, yeah. This makes me want to wear really tight jeans and dance with Courtney Cox. Do the, the hip, hip movement. Shake. Yeah, do yeah. the hip shake. And then play three chords on my guitar. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> yep, that's that's fun. Well, I guess I'll close it out with one that I get from my dad. My dad grew up in a very interesting time in music. He grew up in like southern middle Florida um, with the time of 70s rock. I mean, he grew up yeah. around bands like Molly Hatchet and Tom Petty, um, all those, you know, Roxy, bluesy type dudes. Sure. Um, but throwing it a little back to the blues, like my favorite, Stevie Ray Vaughan, like he... He really, he really ripped it up on the guitar, and uh, it was always one of my favorites for my dad's collection, which my dad could be on the show and talk about music for days and days. So, yeah, yeah. But Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan's good. Yep. I remember when he died. We were oh, yeah. actually watching the baseball game that he was getting helicoptered in to perform at, hmm. and it crashed. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that's how he died. Yep. That's a bummer. I think he's also a member of the 27 Club. I'm not sure. I think he died when he was, he was pretty young. Interesting. It was very interesting. Huh. Are you, are you looking it up? I'm looking it up, yeah. All right. I want to see how old he was. Interesting. Nice, nice. Born in 54, died in 1990. So maybe not 27 Club, but it was close. 34, 35? 34 or so, yeah. Yeah, 35. Okay. Huh. He died in East Troy, Wisconsin. Really? Yep. Did not know that. Do you know where Troy is? What? Do you know where East Troy, Wisconsin is? I do. Oh, you do? I sure do. Huh. That's where he died. Well, that's interesting. That is interesting. I know where pretty much everything is in Wisconsin. That's this far is where away I've lived my us. whole life. Yeah. <laughs> it's far away from us. I was going to go say, yeah, it's not by us. Take a picture of his death site, but never mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's all we have here on Soundwave. I believe uh, we're closing up now. Sounds like we are. I believe so. <clears throat> Well, if you have liked listening to this episode of Soundwave or any episodes of Soundwave, you can always find us here every week, wherever you found us. If you found us on iTunes or any of the places that we're at, um, you can also check out blindinjustudios.com for all of our other content. There's a bunch of other shows on there, all kinds of people doing stuff. It's it's a good time. It's good time. You can also check out our Patreon. You can get there through our website or go patreon.com and search for blind ninja studios um and that's where you can kind of give us a little support uh monetary it's as little as a dollar a month and it helps us know that you guys are listening and you like what we're doing it also helps us to be able to upgrade equipment and do more things with our podcasts and our videos and everything um, so if you want to head over there and subscribe to us on patreon there's little benefits for you based on how much you give And if you don't give anything, you can still always hear all of our stuff free. Um, All the stuff we already have is always going to be free. Always free. And uh, let's see, we have 
facebook.com slash blind ninja studios we're also on the twitter at blind underscore ninja you got it right this time i did i'm getting there i'm gonna get it consistently soon um so yeah we're we are blind ninja studios i'm rick and we have eric and we will see you guys next week on soundwave if you join us and we would love it if you do so you uh just go ahead and have a good night or day or just have fun There it is. That's uh, still recording. Oh. Bye, everybody. Bye.